Spiral dial. Sci-fi with a soundscape. As the machine ran, Jessica became aware of a strange, ticklish sensation behind her left earlobe. Reaching around to scratch it, her fingers encountered something soft and fragmented. It felt dusty. The tips of her fingers were stained blue. Archie, Archie, I need you, Jessica said. It's okay, darling. I'm right where you left me. Archie was lounging on the floor next to her, ankles crossed as he chewed on one of his fingernails. Well, look then, uh, at my head, it's, it's turning to dust, just like they said. They? Who, who the hell are they? Since when did you believe everything they say anyway? He took a cursory glance at her. It's fine, just a bit grubby, that's all. Yes, but can you check? He felt her head. I assure you that I am doing just that right now, and you most definitely have a rock-solid head. Is that what you wanted to hear, darling? Achoo! That was right in my ear, you disgusting creature. Jessica looked up and realised that the dust was in fact coming from the ceiling, which was vibrating so strongly that it was shaking itself to pieces. She could taste the fragments of rock in her mouth. They tingled on her tongue like sherbet. Archie spat on the floor. It's a damn test cycle. Morvan, do you think you could run that machine on a slightly less aggressive program? I'm thinking the delicate cycle, you know? Hand wash. Morvan showed no sign of hearing him, entirely absorbed in his knob twiddling. Jessica was about to get up when several small cracks appeared above their heads, splitting the rock above into small shards and rapidly expanding in size. We must return to the rock, sister, Pyrope said. These idiots will not survive this disturbance. Set me free and I will join you. Absolutely not. How could you even think such a thing? We're not leaving anybody behind, Jessica said. 
That's the most touching sentiment, Archie said. But I don't expect you to sacrifice yourself on my behalf. Just make sure the album comes out. Jeff knows what to do, but on no account let him add any more drum solos. We're putting quite enough extraneous noise already. Oh, and make absolutely sure to tell everyone how I died, of course. All of my heroic exploits saving you from certain destruction. It'll make an excellent story for the PR team. Archie proceeded to cross his legs and mutter incomprehensible incantations under his breath. The effect was somewhat marred by his continued bouts of sneezing. Jessica scrambled up onto the ledge. Placing her hands onto the ceiling, she felt herself being absorbed. No one left behind, remember, sister? Pyrob shrieked from her container as Jessica was sucked upwards. Once she was back on the rock, she felt somehow calmer, more in control. Hooking herself onto the outline of the room, she was flung from side to side by the disturbance. Sister, don't try anything foolish. You will be ripped apart, Pyrope said. Jessica started to push the rock back together. She felt a sharp, tearing sensation in her stomach, but her military training remained strong in her. She would not leave any man behind. She used sheer force, or she will spread herself over the top of the room and force the fragments back together. The creaking and cracking stopped for a moment. She saw Archie look up at her, wide-eyed. See? I fixed it, she said. He cannot hear you, Pyro replied, but I am sure he appreciates it as much as I do. You must leave. This place is not safe for any of us. As she spoke, the creaking returned. Jessica felt stretched, as if on a rack. It was more than she could stand. Amidst the creaking, she could hear a faint echo. She let out a long scream of agony, which seemed to echo out through the earth itself, drowning out the demented chanting.
sound died away. She found herself in silence, floating once more in orange. Something was beneath her, soft and yet firm, carrying her upwards. Dazed, she heard the sound of a faint human voice. Garbage, Morven said. They've always been a favourite of mine too. I knew he had something in common, Archie replied. On earth do you mean favourite? The results, the results are garbage, absolute garbage. Something has disrupted the machine. We will have to take another sample, Jessica. There was silence. Jessica? Well, I didn't want to mention it, but around ten minutes ago, Jessica disappeared into the ceiling. Just like that. Morven stared at him blankly. I appreciate it does sound a little odd, but... uh. There we are, you know. I think that Jessica might have been a figment of our imaginations all of this time, Archie said. Morven seemed lost in thought for a moment. Regrouping, he dusted himself off and headed for the exit. Where where are you going? Archie said. I must find her. She's the best specimen we have ever produced. Morven strode over to the far side of the room, pulling aside a dusty blue rug. He was met with a wall of sheer orange. He blinked. Carefully, he replaced the hanging in its place, turned and rubbed his eyes slowly and deliberately. He pulled it aside once more. The wall of orange remained. Told you this one was slow, Pyrope said. You can't imagine how turgid it's been here all these years. Good job on getting us all out, by the way. I didn't think you were going to manage it. It would be really appreciated if you could let me out too, when you have a minute. The conversation down here is indescribably dull. Jessica, meanwhile, could see Morvan's puzzled shadow face, as if through an orange curtain. Lying on top of the bubble she had created, her head seemed to be hanging over the side, so Morven appeared upside down. Without thinking, she reached out to touch his face. Morven recoiled, eyes wide as Jessica felt, rather than heard Archie sneeze. Sister, stop messing with the bubble, Pyrope said. Sorry, Jessica replied. It's not worth dying for a crush, you know. Plenty more organisms on the planet. Before she could reply, Jessica felt them all being pulled upwards. Hooked onto the bubble, she felt as if she were floating on top of a roller coaster carriage, gripping on for dear life. Then the shadows came. They emerged from every direction, specks in her vision twisting and turning, accompanied by a flare of buzzing and hissing in her ears. She could not stop the sound. It seemed to pass right through her head. 
After the shadows came the vibrations. The orange around her seemed to distort somehow. She felt it breaking up around her. The bubble itself stayed strong, but a million fingernails seemed to tear at her back and legs, taking off small pieces of her skin with every touch. Reap, 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 reap. The voices started again, louder and louder they became. As the shadows grew larger and larger, another bubble caught her eyes, speeding along right next to them. Peering over, she could make out the outline of a bed containing two figures, one who appeared to be brandishing some sort of whip and another chain for the bedposts. The muffled voice of an elderly lady singing carried through to her momentarily. Meet again. The voice took her back instantly to the talent show. The sound of three-day-old wobbly trifle. What had her name been? Marcy? As Jessica watched, in disbelief, two more figures emerged from the side of the bed and pounced on its hapless occupant before they were launched upwards again in another rush of movement. Morven, my dear, do sit down. Archie put one arm around him and led him back to the centre of the lab. He plumped up the rug for him, carefully covering his nose and mouth as he did so. Morven did not resist. He sat down with a thump. Now, I know that this is going to come as a bit of a shock to you, but I'm not sure we're still in the same place, as in, I think that we might be on the move. Morven started hyperventilating. Archie sent an incredibly filthy smile in her direction. Could it be possible that he knew where she was? I'm afraid Jessica has abandoned us to our fate. Don't worry though, I know just the way to keep ourselves distracted. Archie reached out slowly and pushed Morven's hair back from his forehead. Do you ever think about the meaning of life, Morven? I always say the only purpose of life is joy. There's a reason we're alone here, don't you think? Did I tell you that you have the most beautiful hair I've ever seen? It's simply stunning, like liquid gold. Meeting no resistance, he got onto his knees behind Morven and started to massage his shoulders. Morven's face remained blank, but his body showed every sign of enjoying Archie's touch. Archie raised his eyebrows and tilted his head, flashing her a sardonic grin. The bastard knew she was watching, and he was enjoying it. Jessica felt a hot flush of jealousy mixed with desire. he started to remove Morven's clothing, looking at her, looking her in the eye the whole time. She reached out before she could stop herself, creating a crack in the ceiling above their heads and showering them both with dust. Archie spluttered uncontrollably and Morven seemed to awaken from some sort of trance. He rose to his feet and started to mutter incoherently under his breath. For God's sake! Pyrobe said, I told you, 
No crush is worth almost certain death. Specifically, my almost certain death. Besides which, they were just getting to the good part. As she spoke, the bubble seemed to rise vertically and then to stop. Shadows surrounded them, thousands upon thousands of bubbles, almost coalescing into each other. Each bubble contained the outline of a person, some of them she recognised from the ship. She heard a cacophony of voices, all talking over each other at once. Pyrop, what, 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 what is happening? Where are we going? Jessica hissed. Pyrop did not reply. Jessica could hear a faint refrain coming from her container. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Looking around her, the scale of their surroundings almost overwhelmed her. So many people, all of them, talking at once. She was unable to blot them out. She heard all of them and yet none of them. Words passed through her, but she could not grasp their meaning. Quiet! For, for pity's sake, keep it down! She yelled. Silence fell. Within her own bubble, all three occupants sat motionless, gazing upwards with mouths wide open. Immediately, she regretted her impulsive act. She could feel the rock straining around her as a giant pressure wave emanated out in all directions, tossing bubble against bubble. To her horror, she saw some disintegrate completely, their occupants fading into orange in a fraction of a second. More bubbles swarmed in, pressing against her until she felt as if the walls protecting Archie, Pyrope and Morven must surely collapse. She pushed back with all her might. Pyrope, what's happening? The pressure is building. I'm not sure how long I can hold on. We're going to erupt! 